If you would like to read more articles or listen to more podcasts, please visit my website at One Minute Presenter. That's all one word, One Minute Presenter, one O-N-E, minutepresenter.com. And you can find insights and tips, a lot of practical information going back to 2009 on how to be a better public speaker and a more effective executive communicator. So today's podcast is about uh, the big idea and how do you express your big idea. I'm very passionate about about the spoken word. I, I actually love public speaking and I spend a lot of time watching videos and attending live events just to go and, and see how people engage and convey their ideas. And I'm lucky enough to work with a range of different types of, of people. So, you know, I work with corporate professionals, more of the, you know, the multinational style of communication. I work with international business school uh, MBAs and EMBAs, so a slightly younger demographic of people who, who are kind of developing their careers. And also, I be, I've been work with uh, startup uh, entrepreneurs. And this is quite exciting because recently I I spent some time working with uh, 10 different startup businesses to help listen to and and shape their message in in terms of how they describe their business and how they pitch investors. So these are really presentations that matter. These are very important pitches that they need to make because often the future of their of their business is on the line. So part of this process, I really a few thoughts around how do you convey big ideas that matter and especially ideas that drive change because as an entrepreneur, when you're pitching a business, ultimately you want the investor to agree to you know move to the next stage of discussion and, and hopefully to invest, invest capital in, into the business. So these are really high stakes presentations. However, even if you're not an entrepreneur, there's still a few things here that I think you could learn in terms of how to be more effective in, in conveying your ideas. So the, the first the first idea that, that I that I took away was, you know, what problem do you solve and why should the audience care? Often when, when I'm listening to people talk about their ideas or talking about their business or introducing what they do, I'm listening to them for 60 seconds and 90 seconds. And I just really, yeah, I, I understand what they're saying, but I'm really like, well, what's the point? So clearly articulating a problem is half the solution. So take time to really paint a clear picture on exactly what is the problem that you are addressing. You know, bring the audience to this pain point as vividly and as quickly as you can. So they go, okay, I've got it. I I know what the problem is. The way that you can do this, you can start off by talking about a personal anecdote. Perhaps, you know, when you experience this problem or this frustration, you can give examples, you can use analogies, anything that, that moves the audience quick to that point. And then you need to explain why is this a problem worth solving? Because sure, you can define a problem, but not all problems are worth solving today. Sometimes you can find a solution to a problem that's really not worth solving. So for example, a long time ago, I remember my dad, he created a pair of concrete hands so that you didn't need to hold your book while you were reading it. Now, I'm not sure just how heavy the books were back then, but let's say the molds for those concrete hands remained in the garden shed. And oftentimes, that's where a lot of ideas remain. So write down a list of reasons for why the audience needs to solve this problem. Start to sketch the typical target audience. Like, who who is the audience that, that you're trying to reach out to here? Describe the typical person who wishes this problem to be solved. You know, try and personalize it. Try and make it as vivid as you can. Prioritize, because you'll probably find for whatever your idea is, there's going to be multiple groups of people that it will touch. So prioritize them according to a criteria. So you can define what that criteria is. So for example, it could be, you know, how urgent the problem is to them. 
How much are they impacted by the problem? How much would they be willing to pay for it? And so on. So those criteria you could come up with yourself. The point I'm trying to convey here is really get to the point in terms of like, what is the problem? Because once you've defined a problem and you, you've, you've told the audience why they should care about it, now I'm ready to listen to the solution. So if you start, start with the solution, I haven't bought into why I should be listening. So the second point that I want to come across here is, is really like number two, what's the value and who benefits? Sometimes we get very excited by ideas. You know, we spend a lot of time thinking about them and talking them through and, and visualizing them with colleagues, with our partners, with our team. But what happens when we face a new audience? So for an entrepreneur, it could be an investor. For someone working in a corporate life, you could be pitching to, to a director or board of directors. It's an audience that hasn't been exposed to our ideas before. So how can we grip them with the same passion to, to really get them on board? And I think one area that's often lost in the excitement of, of the new idea is the idea of conveying value. What exactly is the value in your idea? So in other words, you know, what, what is the real value creation? What's going to improve? What is, what's going to substantially get better as a result of, of, of you making these changes? How does the value get released? Because if something is too difficult to actually release and you know, it will take too much time or too many resources or it's too complex or it's too different, then people are not going to be interested. They're going to say, well, look, you know, that's not, that's not for us. So you really need to describe, you know, what do we need to do to release the value? You should have at least, if not a very detailed plan, you should say, well, look, here's the one, two, three. This happens first, then this happens to give an idea of, of, of the direction. And then finally, who benefits from it? Who actually captures this value? Which groups capture the value? You know, what's, what's the opportunity here? So regardless of whether you're, you're pitching an idea on a new business or on a new project, you know, really define what the value is. Quantify it if you can, if, you, if you're able to put some numbers next to it. For example, one thing investors always look for is what's the market opportunity? What's the size of the opportunity here? So if you can put some numbers towards that, that will be good. Third, thirdly, what's your purpose? So this is really the, the short message that you want to get across. Oftentimes, you've got many ideas or, or models or business models in your head. You've got lots of, lots of opinions and, and kind of options. But during your talk, you need to focus in on one strong idea. So don't dilute your ideas by adding in too many different ones. Lead with your strongest idea. What's the most desired end result? And what I'm suggesting here is like, it's focus. So it's focusing on one thing. Now, of course, there could be different options and, and different, different pathways, but choose one. And then once you've chosen that, capture it in a sentence. So for example, when, when I'm talking to people about what I do, often I'll start by saying my purpose is to equip technical professionals with the skills they need to shine while speaking in public. So it's just a very short message in terms of conveying what I do. And hopefully that will get some interest and so then we'll move on to the next stage in terms of like, okay, right, tell me more. Another way I could say that could be, I want to turn shy technical people into confident public speakers. There are four and an after, you know, that can be another way of, of conveying this purpose. But have a very short purpose-driven statement that really captures what you do and be ready. It could be something you open with. It could be something that you close with. The fourth point here is around what behavioral changes need to happen for, for you to make this change. Some, you know, making change happen can be challenging when you're facing ingrained habits or behaviors. You know, it can be difficult to actually get people to change. You might have a great idea, but it's going to involve other people having to change. So think uh, from, from my experience, I grew up in London and came back a few decades ago, papers, the British newspaper industry was trying to bring in new uh, publishing technology to make printing 
more more efficient very very hard to actually implement it the, the world has really fought against it even today in companies without unions making rapid shifts in working conditions is difficult it's difficult for large companies to achieve consumers for example often have have ways of purchasing people have ways of working it's just hard it's easy to say but it's hard to do so one of the things that i found from my own personal experience when i first arrived in china in in the early 2000s you know i was asked to help a friend's daughter prepare for an overseas university application so from my point of view there's a number of steps that need need to go through you need to make the application and then of course i also wanted to help her get ready you know get her up to steam in terms of what to expect in terms of this new environment english speaking international environment but interestingly the approach that was favored by her father was just to find an agent just to get the application done and just to you know get her into the university didn't matter where just anywhere around the world just as long as it was outside of china get get the job done a very different way of doing things and you know what i found over the years in china is you know agents are often preferred in many sectors you know because of that closer bond and familiarity is that something that's really going to get in the way of you in implementing your idea if you're an entrepreneur if there's an ingrained way of of people actually doing things of course in china things things change you know when when chinese first um, started traveling overseas most people went on tour groups and of course now the majority of people are independent travelers as they've come used to to exploring and and you know obviously the internet helps them to do a lot of research there's obviously been a lot of like you know stories on on blogs and and you know have been shared about people traveling around the world on very small budgets and so what what we're trying to say here is like with any idea that you're trying to convey you might have a, an excellent idea on paper but it's going to involve people changing their behavior adopting new ideas changing away from old habits think through what are the changes that you need to make what are the changes you need to make and how much of a challenge will they be the fifth point is around what assumptions are you making often when you're expressing a new idea there's many possible pathways that you could have chosen perhaps you're not even sure which one to take perhaps you're really confident that you know the right path regardless of of which one it is make sure that you spell out your assumptions you know what are you assuming will happen so that your ideas come to fruition for example one of my assumptions is that the increase in technology and the rapid expansion in information we've been seeing in the last decade will make spoken communication even more important not less important so that's one assumption that i make and you know i i i kind of see this as, as something that is still the case what assumptions are you making for example you know will there be a market for your new product or service you know in the dot com days there was lots of wonderful ideas about all the things you could sell online but there's just really no market for it. Some another part that people often overlook is, you know, will people be willing to pay for it? Now, if you want to get investment for a new business, obviously it has to be an investable opportunity, so it has to pay off. So is there a market there of people who are willing to pay for it? Is the ch- change urgent enough that people want to do something about it immediately? So inside companies when you're trying to go through change management initiatives, is this change urgent? You know, can you really drive this through if it's something that people perhaps don't want to do? And of course, you know, can you actually deliver on the promises that you're making? So of course we can have great ideas but often great ideas perhaps take longer to implement because it takes longer to actually deliver on 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 some of the promises. The final section is uh, section set point 6. You know what metaphor can you use to really convey your ideas? How can you shortcut the time it takes for someone to understand what it is you're describing? So in Hollywood this is known as the high concept. So for example in 1979 the science fiction movie Aliens 
was introduced as Jaws on a Spaceship. Yeah, because just a few years before Jaws had been a massively successful film, that your movie was about Jaws on a Spaceship, the producers would understand immediately what that was about. And Steven Spielberg, the famous movie director, once said that if a person can tell me the idea in 25 words or less, it's going to make a pretty good movie. So if you can describe an idea, such as a movie, in 25 words or less, it's going to make a pretty good movie. A way that you can do that is you can take this idea of a high concept to describe your business or describe your idea. So for example, you can use popular companies. This is more for startups. You know, you can use a popular company to describe what your business is about. So for example, you say, well, we're the eBay for industrial products or we're Facebook for the medical profession. So in just a few words, people can get the gist of, of what it is you do. So think about a metaphor, an easy way to convey, you know, in, in terms of the high concept is the big picture of, of what your idea stands for. And that can be a very effective way to very quickly get people focusing on, on the right kind of ideas. So today I just wanted to share a few ways that you can convey new technical or different ideas. And, and we had a look at first define the problem that you solve and tell why the audience should care about it. Describe the value and especially who benefits from that. Have a short sentence that really describes the purpose of, of your idea. Think through the behavioral changes that you need to make to describe them and about how you're going to overcome them. Highlight the assumptions that you're making. And then finally, think about a metaphor that you can use to, to convey your ideas. So those are all ways that you can apply, whether you're, you're in startup, you, you've got an investment idea, whether you're in corporate, when you need to express, express yourself. Think through this checklist and really polish up your idea before you go and give your high stakes presentation. Well, whatever your idea is, I wish I wish you uh, all the best with it. Feel free to share it back with me. You can reach me at uh, warwick at warwickjohnfay.com and you can reach me on the website warwickjohnfay.com. All the best and look forward to speaking with you next time. About Warwick J. Fay. Warwick John Fay is the thought leader on executive communication in China. With his Speak with Executive Presence program, he works with high potential senior executives who need to be more confident and influential with their key stakeholders. Warwick is the author of The One Minute Presenter, Eight Steps to Successful Business Presentations in a Short Attention Span World. Learn more about Warwick at www.warwickjohnfay.com and at www.1minutepresenter.com.